0: All right, Carolyn, we're talking today about correlation and regression, okay. uh, chapters 9 and 10 in your textbook, but uh, correlation refers to the, to the strength and direction of a linear relationship between two variables, and it's important to remember that correlation uh, does not mean causation, or uh, we, we say that uh, just because things correlate doesn't mean there's causality. An example of that would be uh, uh, the consumption of ice cream and drownings kind of a morbid thought, but uh, correlate very highly. Uh, in the summertime, there's obviously more people that swim because it's warm, and there's more or greater consumption of ice cream, so those things correlate very highly, uh, but it's not the ice cream that causes the drowning. So we have to be careful with, the, uh, with saying that uh, the correlation is causation. Uh, we're going to talk about the Pearson uh, R. Uh, there are, there are several correlation coefficients that we talk about, uh, but the, the primary one is the Pearson uh, R, and the uh, Pearson product moment method it's sometimes called. Also, uh, the, uh, if we're dealing with ordinal or ranked data, we use the spearman rho, which is a different uh, uh, procedure. But this is the most common, the Pearson R, the symbol R. and It measures the correlation between two variables, X and Y, giving the values between plus one and minus one, uh, inclusive uh, with zero indicating the relationship. So if we have a, uh, an axis here, a vertical and horizontal axis, a perfect positive correlation or a correlation of one would go uh, straight up like so. Okay. If you have a negative correlation, then it would go down uh, from, from top to bottom. Most of the time we're going to have scatter about then. We'll talk about a, a scatter plot, but uh, uh, if there is no relationship, then it would be zero. So sometimes we ask which is a stronger correlation a negative 0.93 or a positive 0.92, say. Well, actually the negative 0.93 is stronger or more predictive because it's closer to the negative one Mm -hmm. than the uh, 0.9, whatever I said, is the positive one. All right. Uh, A correlation approaching positive one means that the variables vary directly. When one is up, the other is also up. Correlation of negative one means that the variables vary inversely. So when one is up, the other is down. And then zero correlation means that there's no relationship between the variables. And some formulas that, uh, there's a lot of formulas that you'll have to become acquainted with. There's the correlation, uh, the covariance formula, uh, and the correlation coefficient R. It looks a little intimidating at first, but uh, when, we'll do an example here that will involve that. But uh, uh, Testing the significance of correlation, this is another thing that you need to be familiar with. Once the correlation is computed, we must determine whether or not the results are likely to be due to chance. So we use, in this case, uh, our degrees of freedom is n minus 2 since we're correlating two things. Normally we have n minus 1, but in this case n minus 2. So when we look up the critical value in the table, uh, in this case table E2, uh, the table of significant values of the correlation coefficient is there, and we're going to do an example where we'll refer to that here in a minute. Uh, R squared, then, is another term that we talk about. We, We have a correlation r, but r squared is the proportion of variability that y, Uh, in y, rather, that can be predicted or explained from x. It is used as a measure of the association between x and y. So r squared is equal to the the percent of variation in one variable that is related to the variation in the other. So here we have, for example, if r squared is equal to 0.90, then 90% of the variance of y can be accounted for by changes in x through the linear relationship between x and y. Now, maybe that doesn't make uh, that much sense, but if, if, we, if we say, for instance, let, let's say that our uh, R our, our came out to be point, point 0.90. Mm-hmm. Then if we square 9, 9 squared is what? Uh, 81. 81. so 0.81. Mm-hmm. So if we had a, a correlation of 90 or 0.90, then uh, 81% can be explained uh, from one variable to the other, okay. if that makes sense. So that's a kind of a... Uh, concept that's uh, needed there, understanding. All right, now we're going to look at uh, a couple examples here, if time permits. Uh, example 9.15 uh, in your textbook uh, deals with, uh, and we're, we're going to look at the data on that. Uh, the, uh, actually the data is from uh, 9.14, uh, I believe, but uh, in this case it says compute the correlation coefficient for the data. In exercise 914, uh, is this correlation significant, and what does uh, what does it mean to say that uh, that it is or is not significant? Now, this is the data that's already uh, in print here. You see that we have uh, a correlation coefficient of 0. Uh, 0.532, mm-hmm. and and according to uh, uh, our table, we have n of 28. There were 28 uh, uh, scores here that we're, that we're comparing. Now. I'm going to show you a, uh, an example of that. Um, what's going on here? I, I put this data in, uh, in Excel, okay. uh, and so we, you see we have uh, 28 scores. Mm-hmm. If we scroll down, you can see it goes down to 29 because we have, uh, uh, we have variables in our first column there, but this is, uh, this is the data where we're comparing the SAT scores with uh, those that read the passage uh, um, in the, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that, that was the day that was given to you uh, from Cates, I believe right? it is. Yeah, Cates and, and others in 1990. So if, uh, if we're, and I've added in uh, a... Into Excel here an add-in that's called Megastat. Uh, uh, we're not trying to teach that but just to show you <laughs> how this works. Uh, so if, if we if we just put Megastat in here and we go down here to correlation and we put the correlation matrix. I, I want you to see that it agrees with what we have in the okay. in the PowerPoint. So uh, and we have our uh, blinking light there where we can put the, the data in here. So we're going to scroll down and put the put this data into our uh, our line here and then we hit OK. And notice that we did, we did get that .532 uh, and that is our, uh, that corresponds to our uh, our data set here. All right, so you see that we have the uh, .532 mm-hmm. which uh, corresponds to what we had in our PowerPoint slide here, uh, the .532. Uh, now notice uh, if you're reading this table, it says that the uh, correlation is significant at the 0.01 level, two-tailed test. And then if we go back to our, our Excel uh, printout of that, uh, you notice that we have uh, these, these uh, critical values. Critical values, right? Mm-hmm. Now, so if you if you go to table uh, E2 here, and we're looking at uh, where these values come in, so we have 28 scores that we're dealing with, so mm-hmm. our, our degrees of freedom would be what, 20? We have 28, t- so... 26. 26, mm-hmm. right. So if we come down to 26 degrees of freedom, mm-hmm. and we go over, let's see if we can get some agreement here with this. Uh, notice in the in the software data, it, it actually prints out the, uh, it doesn't just amazing. say less than yeah. 0.05 or less than 0.01, but it has mm-hmm. the, the actual value. Nice. But the 0.374, uh, 26, if we go over, uh, it's right there on, uh, we at the 0.05 level. Mm-hmm. And if we go over to 01, uh, we would need to beat the 0.4, uh, 0.479. 0.478 we have here, but okay. we're we're very close there. So. Okay. Uh, and that kind of help you with, with using that table as well. All right. Now, if we go back to uh, our PowerPoint slide, if if we were to graph that data, put it in a scatter plot, it would look like so. Okay. And you see on the baseline we have the scores, mm-hmm. uh, and then their their SAT scores. And if if we went back to our uh, Excel data, um, and then we go back to uh, the actual data itself. And if we want to do, we can uh, tell Megastat here to uh, Fix it. well to actually do the scatter plot. So if we go to the regression and we're going to click on scatter plot, the plot uh, scatter plot this time. Now with our blinking cursor here, just a little trick: if if you just click on one value there. Mm-hmm then you can come over here and click on the horizontal and it will actually uh, oh, capture all of those, nice. forces, which kind of helps. Yeah. And then we do this for our other vertical axis okay. and we'll mm-hmm. do the, the SAT scores uh, and then we click on vertical, vertical. and then we've got the linear plot that's or that's, uh, we could put a title if we wanted to, but when we do this uh, um, there is our graph okay. and hopefully that looks very similar to what we did here on our uh, Mm -hmm. on a PowerPoint. Okay. All right, now, regression. The other thing we're going to talk about regression, and they're related. Regression is the prediction of one variable from knowledge of one or more other variables. The regression line is determined through an equation. And we're going to talk about that regression equation and and just how that works. A linear relationship is is a linear regression. There's other chapters in your text that we're not going to deal with just now, but with multiple regression. uh, Mm The linear regression is made up of uh, the predicted value, slope, uh, intercept, errors of prediction, and the residual values. The least squared regression is the calculation of the regression line that includes uh, minimizing the square differences between the y and the predicted values uh, of y. So we have our equation down here, y hat, or y cap some say, is equal to, uh, uh, that's that's our predicted value. Uh, We have uh, our formula is y cap is equal to Bx plus a. Well, b is our slope. Mm-hmm. We're going to determine how to find the slope of, the, of that uh, line, the, the line mm-hmm. right? Uh, which is scattered a bit about that. But, mm-hmm. And then a is the intercept. Okay. Uh, okay. Some other terminology scatter plot uh, in a figure is a figure in which the individual data points are plotted in two dimensional space. We have a predictor variable, the variable from which uh, a prediction is made the criterion variable is a variable to be predicted the regression line is the line that appears uh, re- rather represents a straight line drawn through the data points mm-hmm. the linear relationship is a situation in which best fitting regression line is a is a straight line and then we have covariance a uh, statistic representing the degree to which two variables vary together mm-hmm. and then of course the deviation scores which we've talked about earlier the difference between a score and the mean so mm-hmm. x minus x bar or the regression equation is the equation that pre- predicts y from x, regression coefficients, the general name given to the slope, and the intercept often refers uh, only to the slope. We also have some other terms, standard error of estimate, uh, the average of the squared deviations about the regression line, and then the residual variance, or error of variance, the squared, the square of the uh, standard error of estimate. I know we're kind of zipping through those, but you'll mm-hmm. get some experience uh, doing them. Now here's another example that would, that would uh, uh, involves regression. The following data is from 10 health planning districts in Vermont. Y is the percentage of, the, of live births uh, where the, the infant is less than or equal to 200 and, or 2,500 grams. X sub 1 is the fertility rate for women who are less than or equal to 17 years of age or greater than or equal to 35. So kind of a uh, uh, higher risk we would say there. X is known as the high-risk fertility rate. X sub 2, then, is the percentage of births uh, to unmarried women. Compute the regression equation for predicting the percentage of infants or of births of infants weighing under 2,500 grams, Y, on the basis of the high-risk fertility rate. So that's our problem. This is uh, 10.1 in your textbook. All right, and here's our data. Uh, And again, I have this uh, in in Excel just to kind of give you a, a handle on that. Uh, this one is uh, 10.1 data and uh, now we're gonna do step-by-step step in the uh, uh, and in and the problem with okay. the PowerPoint but I want you to see that we we've done this uh, you know with the computer's assistance but uh, um, so the first step here Step one is you need to know the summation of, of X, mm-hmm. which is 460, the summation of Y, which is 67, and then the summation of X squared, uh, which is what, 21,515.98, and then the sum of the X times Y, the 3106. And we'll go back to the uh, uh, Excel and you see that we have, when we add up, uh, uh, well, I thought I had those added in there and highlighted. but but. Uh, when you when you sum up why we've got those those particular values and, and that's where uh, those came from. Okay. Uh, we won't take the time to do that right now but uh, anyway that's your first step. Uh, some calculations there then find the slope alright and then there's a formula for the slope formula for everything in statistics it seems. It works. Um, and you see that written there and of course we just plug in these values 10 we had uh, in this case were, uh, our n was 10 Okay. And we multiply and, and uh, divide and square and so forth. And we end up with our, our uh, slope, B, which is 0.0689. Mm-hmm. Now, we put a note in here that says, for the summation of X, we only uh, use the figures in the X sub 1 column because uh, column uh, X sub 2 represented unmarried women, which are already inclusive in the first column. Mm. Uh, and, of course, B, as we said, is the slope of, uh, of the line. Step three then, find the intercept. The intercept in this case, uh, and you see the formula, summation of uh, y minus b times the summation of x, that quantity divided by n, and we plug our values in again, 67 minus the uh, .0689 times 460, and all that uh, divided by 10, and we end up with uh, a y-intercept of uh, 3.53. and then uh, in order to find a predicted value, then we take the values that we've cranked out here, the a mm-hmm. and the uh, b, the, the y-intercept and the, and the slope, and we plug in a value uh, of, of, uh, for x there and uh, multiply okay. and sum those things up and that will give us the predicted value uh, of y. Okay. Now, we had talked earlier about the uh, the difference between the Pearson R uh, mm-hmm. and, the and, the, and the Spearman row. So just uh, here on our decision tree, uh, sometimes it's easier to find it and, and work backwards than to find it en uh, route, but if you, if, here's the Spearman row and notice that it it dealt with ranks or ordinal level yep. data. And if you follow this all the way back, we were talking about relationships. If you recall, uh, when we, we looked at the differences or relationships, mm-hmm. well, correlation is relationships. Yep. And if we're dealing with uh, continuous data, then the uh, statistical test of, uh, of choice in that case would be the Pearson uh, R. Okay. Okay, so hopefully that helps uh, give a little understanding of uh, correlation and regression, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you have a little overview of that, and now you have to go put that to work mm-hmm. and crank through some of those problems and readings and so forth.